0: earlier i did a post on the risks and concerns of owning rental property i was referencing uh, someone that's interested in selling their house and they've arrived at this moment where they've rented their home for several years and it's i'm not gonna say it's a disaster but it's definitely been a headache according to them and there's a lot of work that really needs to go into their house to to make it shine um to the tune of um, $15,000 to $30,000. Which is probably more than they made in rent profit over the last several years. Um, So my point of that post was proceed carefully if you're thinking about renting your house out um, because there's a lot of things to consider. Um, I've done it personally. Um, I've had some success. I've had some um challenging times as well uh, and I like to think that I've learned from it um, but you know we always got to keep improving so anyway I don't want to be a downer on owning rental property I think it's awesome and I really think everyone should do it if they can and that's what they're comfortable with um, so I said I should probably do um, a segment on why rental property is awesome so it's kind of a a variety of thoughts. I'm just going to sort of throw them out there and, um, see where it lands. So first things first, owning rental property is for the most part considered passive income. Um, it's certainly taxed that way. So what I mean by that is, I mean, it's kind of, you know, the, the best of both worlds. You're going to get a guaranteed rent check each month for the most part uh, for however long your lease is with a renter. So, um, you're making money every day, whether or not you get up out of bed to go to work, um, that house, that property is making money for you. Um, it's funny. I I saw a meme several months ago and there's an investor lady and she's, the meme said, uh, uh, it, it was like a picture of a house with pipes and like electrical wires. And it said, uh, something to the effect of, um, when you when you treat your employees prop you know right, they they'll be the best employees ever and never give you any problems. Meaning, when you have a rental property, take care of the place, stay on top of maintenance, and that's going to save you a lot of money in the long haul on major problems uh, because you're staying on top of stuff. So, uh, owning rental property, passive income, builds genera- generational wealth pays down the mortgage if you have a loan and it's steady consistent income. So when your water bill and your heating bill and all of these other regular monthly bills come in, you're taken care of because you've got a rental property. Um, generally speaking, you probably need a few rental properties, um, to really cover a lot of those expenses, but it all starts with the first one. So, uh, there's strong money to be made in that gain and by and large rents generally go up. Um, you know, it's they generally you know rents just go up, kind of like homes, homes uh, values. Uh, except I think rents gradually go up more than home, uh, home appreciation. Um, secondly, if, if you're going to be a landlord, you have a lot of tax advantages. Uh, all the interest on a loan that you have is, uh, you know, tax deductible. So, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a 15 or 20 or 30 year loan. You're paying $15,000 a year in interest. Um, well, that kind of hurts to say. You are going to deduct $15,000 um, off your tax liability, so that could be significant to where it changes you into a different tax bracket, um, or it could simply just save you a, a good chunk of change on your taxes. So, um, tax advantages: you get to depreciate the property, all of the expenses you know involved with the property, like whoever you pay to cut your grass. Um, if you have to do repairs, the time it takes from going from your house to the property, if you're not managing the property, you can write off all of that. Um, if you have a property manager, you can deduct that as an expense. So it's like owning your own business. There's a lot of expenses that you can write off. Um, while at the same time, you're still hopefully getting strong rent. So that's a huge bonus. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it can really save you a lot of money. Uh, let's see. I mean, those are two big things. I think another really cool thing about owning property is, you know, it puts you in a position to help people. Um, and now, you can be taken advantage of uh, if you're not careful, but um, you may have some friends or family that need a place, or maybe they're down on their luck, or, or maybe it's just a really good uh, family friend that you know that's looking for a place, and you think they'd be a great tenant, and you think you have a nice property for them and it could be a win-win um and I, I think there does come some satisfaction aside from the financial benefits of owning property in my opinion um knowing that you're providing a good service you know you're you know you got a good product good service and um you're fulfilling a need and when you do it properly um i, I think that's exciting so um that, that that's a, a third cool thing um another really cool thing. Now this isn't with all rental properties. Um, I'd say this is more the type of thing where, uh, somebody just has like a regular three bedroom, two bath home in the suburbs that they lived in for three years. And then they left and they they decided to rent the house. What's cool about that is you're getting the tax deductions. Um, you're hopefully making a little bit of money on rent. Um, you know, you're getting, you're writing off all the expenses while you're also paying down the mortgage, which is really cool. Um, another big benefit is hopefully if the market's solid and you're in a, maybe a growing area while you're paying down the mortgage, that house is also appreciating. So like in Virginia beach for like 2013 to 2019, uh, last five or six years, um, Home values have gone up. uh, I I think it's like maybe around like 10 to 12%, something like that, which is pretty significant. You know, on a $200,000 home, you're talking about, you know, maybe like a $20,000 increase in value over six years. Plus, you knocked off six or seven years of the loan. Um, So it's like a double whammy. It's a huge win. And you've had all these tax breaks. So you can see where like all of these pieces compound into a very lucrative, uh, potentially lucrative venture. Now, sometimes where people fall is they don't put enough money in the bank for, uh, repairs. They don't have enough reserves. Um, or maybe they are making a good amount of money on the rent and then they just spend it, um, and not save it for future repairs and things of that nature. Um, so you gotta be careful about that. But yeah, I mean, if the house continues to go up in value, I mean, that's the name of the game. Now, not all rental properties are like that. There are, there's some people out there that say, I don't care if the property goes up in value. I don't even really care if it goes down in value to an extent. Um, I'm just getting this property for income and that's what it is. So, uh, and I know someone like that. Actually, I know a few people like that. Um, they'll, they'll buy a fairly cheap property. I say, I mean, sixty seventy thousand $70,000 or less. Um, and they're, they're, they're just looking for income, you know, um, it's not going to be the, they're not too, I mean, they want it to be maintained properly and, you know, up to code and things of that nature, but it's certainly not like a class, a class A property or top of the line. It's, um, you know, it's just a basic value property, whether it's a duplex or single family, uh, or it could be a condo townhome. Um, and they're just concerned about that income. Boom. You know, it's just, let me get my 900 bucks, 1300 bucks a month. And that's kind of what's paying my bills. And that's cool too. Uh, Cause you still get the tax deductions. Um, you still get all those other benefits. Um, except you probably won't get much appreciation, but you know, you probably, you'll probably be able to sell it for at least what you paid for and reinvest that money. So that's another 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 big one. Um, well, let's see what else. Um, yeah, rental property. Um, Yo, know, I've talked about it before. Um, I think rental properties work best, obviously, if you can get into what's considered multifamily, which is yeah, it's like many apartments, pretty much, um, like a duplex, a triplex, quadplex. Um, you know, you get you know, the efficiency of, you know, four units on, under the same roof, you know, all tied to this connected to some of the same plumbing. I mean, there's definitely some, you know, you know, economic efficiencies there. Um, and it's just easier, you know, you pay one guy to go cut the grass of the property versus four different houses. So it makes sense. It's a volume thing. Um, There's challenges there. But first off, those properties are hard to get your hands on. I mean, if you can get your hands on it, a lot of times you're going to pay a pretty good penny for it. Um, If you're really good, you're going to... You won't. But a lot of people, you're still going to pay a pretty good price for that. Um, If you're getting a loan on a multifamily unit, the interest rate's going to be higher. Uh, Now, this is... You know, I'm going to... and this. could be a different thing but i'm gonna mention it here i think my opinion um and i'm a lot of other people have said this as well i think if you're trying to get your first rental property um there's different ways to go about it but i'm i think this is one pretty pretty good pretty effective um and pretty safe way to get a rental property without like blowing through savings and uh You know making like a horrendous decision So I think it's really cool If anyone uh, I would say Preferably if you're maybe younger Or not married Or at least don't have kids Um, And the reason I say that is because of this Get a property Get like a starter home Like your first property Get like a three bedroom one bath Or three bed two bath Preferably if you can afford that Buy it, live in it clean it up fix it up doesn't have to be a bad property just you know improve it a little bit if it needs improvement live in it for a couple years or however long you need to live in it for the loan um live in it for a couple years get your get your hands dirty with the property and get to know it and you know get a feel for repairs and things of that nature and then rent it out so use like a first-time homebuyer grant to get in the home or use uh FHA loan or conventional Loan with like just a Very little you know 5% down Or something of that nature Um, If because If you go to buy an investment property Purely as an investment You're going to have to have 15 to 20% Down and on a $200,000 house That's a lot of money you know Plus repairs and all kinds of stuff So I think If you want to get your first rental property It's not a bad idea to find A decent home live in it, enjoy it for a couple years and then move out. This is what I'm saying. It might be easier. You know, if you don't have kids and stuff, you don't want to move with them, um, move out after a couple years. And then you've got that first home on a low interest rate. You only had to put maybe three to 5% down. I mean, that's debatable, but I'm, if you're just starting out and you're limited on funds, it's not a bad strategy. um, and work your way that way. I mean, you could rent and repeat that a few times. Um, it gets to be, a, you know, again, how many times do you want to move? I mean, that's a separate discussion. But I would say for some people, it's definitely a good strategy is to buy it as an owner-occupant and then wait it out a couple years, which isn't that long, and then rent it out. And then you've got a nice, nice little starter home in your portfolio, and you know, three bed, one bath, three bed, two bath homes. I don't think those are ever going to go out of style. Um, that's that's pretty standard. So um, anything above that, uh, you know, the three bedroom, two bath is a sweet spot. So anything like that, I think you'd be good. Um, that could be a whole different post, but uh, definitely wanted to, to make mention of that. Um, there's other ways to get rental properties. Uh, there, there's a lot of other strategies. Um so You can partner up with people, um, you can do owner financing, um, to where you don't, you know, maybe if your credit's not that hot or you're tapped out with banks, but you still want to get another property, find some, you know, find someone else that's willing to be the bank, you know, find a private lender or, uh, uh, someone that's just got a lot of money that, you know, essentially will be the bank. So there's a lot of different ways you can do that too. Um... Yeah, rental property. What you know? I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. What other kind of thoughts come to mind? Um, yeah, stay away from condos. Townhomes are pretty good. Um, you may run into an HOA, but that's not a terrible thing on a townhome. Townhome fees generally aren't that bad. Uh, I know certain areas are different. You know, golf course communities and things like that's probably tougher, but. I'm speaking probably more towards like the Virginia market, which is what I'm familiar with. Um, townhomes are pretty solid. Um, multifamily is the best. It's, it's expensive. It's hard to get into single is Good. I mean, I know some people that have had, I know there's a, I know a couple people that have over a hundred single family rentals, <laughs> uh, a piece, which is crazy. Um, and I, I don't. I my hunch is that they get a line of credit off their single-family homes, uh, which helps fuel them to do flips. And so it's crazy, um, you know. Once you start getting additional properties and you start having strong equity in them, then you uh, then you really start getting uh, some leverage in the game, um, which is important. Um, so yeah, lot lot of different things there. Um, If you're on rental property, have a really good lease. I mean, dang it, I didn't even talk about that. I'm I'm talking about all the cool things, but have a really good lease. Also, the number one thing I could say, and I mean, this is across the board. I I don't know anyone that would argue with this. One of the top things you need to do, uh, aside from having a nice property, is screen, is have a, a, a very strong screening process. So the worst, the best thing you can do is get a really good tenant. And the worst thing you can do is is get a really bad tenant. So um, I say that to say this, which is take your time. Don't take the first applicant. You know, most people look at credit. They look at income and they look at rental history. Um, Those are kind of the three things. Facts remain, figure out who's going to be the best fit. Um, Obviously, you can't discriminate. You know, you've got to, you know, play by the rules. But if you look at those three things and you price the property appropriately and it looks good, you just need to wait until you get the right candidate because you get the wrong tenant, they're going to damage the property. Problem, right? Um, uh, they damage the property and they stop paying rent. Then you got to go through the eviction process, which in Virginia can take two to three months if it goes well. Um, We're not even talking about holidays and snowstorms and hurricanes and delays with the court system. We all know the courts are backed up all the time. So, my goodness, getting a bad tenant is like a disaster um, to a rental property. So, there should be probably more emphasis on getting the right tenant, weeding out the scammers, because there's a lot of them out there, unfortunately, and really, really doing your background checks and reference checks on these people because you know, you're allowing someone to take possession of your, inv- you know, it's your investment. I mean, it's your property. Like, you got to have some pride in that. You really got to protect it. Uh, I think it's Under Armour. I think they're saying it used to be pr- protect this house or something like that. But it's true. Like, you really, you really got to do that because, yeah, I, you know. <laughs> They start annoying the neighbors. The neighbors start calling the city on you. You might start getting some citations or warnings. Like, you want to keep it low. pro you don't want people on your back. You know, the whole rental thing is supposed to be buy a house, put someone in it, and just you know get rich off you know renters. Um, it's not that. It's that easy. It's not. It's, it's that simple. It's not that easy. I guess is, is probably. And I I'm not you know I'm not getting rich off. Rentals, right? Uh, I'm uh, I'm learning as I go too. I mean, I've had some experience. I know people that are doing very well with it. Uh, there's also uh, mobile home communities. Some people do really well with that. Um, so, uh, we haven't even talked about commercial real estate. I don't know much about that, so I'm not going to pretend to. Um, I mainly just residential real estate. It's kind of what I I've I've done for the last. Uh, Personally, I've done for the last seven years. um, Professionally, as an agent for other people, I've been doing it. Well, actually, I actually I managed apartments for so I've been doing it for five years. Um, So yeah, you know, um, there's always something new to learn. All the uh, you know, discrimination laws, uh, regulations come out. Got to keep up with the city. So there's always something to be improving on. Um, and continuous learning So um, But as of now Some of the big benefits are still there Interest deduction, boom, you still got that if you have a loan uh, Tax advantage write off all the expenses Capital improvements, write that off um, Price, appre- uh, home appreciation the, I mean that's not going anywhere In certain parts of the country It's booming So uh could go down But again, still pretty solid And you know someone else is paying off your loan so imagine if you had a couple paid off properties or you had three or four paid off properties um going into retirement um you'd be you'd be looking you'd be looking into retirement you know you'd be staring retirement down uh probably pretty comfortably compared to a lot of other people so um exciting exciting rental it's exciting own property yay it's awesome uh that's my counter to the last thing I talked about. So, maybe the next post will be how to blend those two together and create a good balancing act um, so you can have a, a good time doing it while not stressing out and uh, getting burnout.